Welcome to the Kingdom Advancing Ministries podcast. My name is Pastor Virgil Lofty, better known to some of you and a lot of you as Pastor V. And I'm Prophetess Tanya Lofty, and we are so happy that you're here. Here at TCAM, it is our mission to bridge the gap between the church and the community. As we prepare to celebrate God's faithfulness to us and the official launch of a location, you can join us live online for communion and Bible study. And of course, make sure you subscribe to listen to the replay of those messages right here on the podcast. On behalf of myself, Pastor V. And me, Prophetess Tanya. And the entire TCAM family. We want to say thank you. God bless you for tuning in and being a part of the podcast. We pray that this message and these messages will be a blessing to you and will allow you and help you advance the kingdom of God. Amen. So be blessed by what you hear. And listen, the Bible tells us to not just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word also. He's he's walking with you, amen? amen. And most important, he's talking to you, amen? We all want to be in a place where where we're communing with God, amen? And that our conversation with God is not just one way. That we're not just always asking, telling God, obeying and pleading God what we want, but we're listening to find out what he wants. Amen? Amen. That's what we know our relationship with with God is twofold. And that's what we know our relationship with anyone that you are, that you are in fellowship with. You want to make sure that when you're in fellowship with, with me, I say anyone, but we don't, we don't classify God as anyone, but when you're dealing with in your fellowship with people, you want to make sure that your relationship is twofold. Yeah. <laughs> that you're not always the one doing the talking, doing the giving. Pouring out. Because then what you become is you just become a now you rely, man, you a vessel. That people know that you want to pull out to them, but they have no ability to pull back into you. Amen. But we thank God for our relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. That He's always pouring into us. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't see a lot of us need to come. And we need to be emptied out. Because we have so much junk on the inside of us that he's now competing. Mm-hmm. God was saying garbage in, garbage out. Mm-hmm. He come to get the garbage out. Amen. But we keep putting the garbage in. Mm-hmm. And so it's tough. Not for God, because there's nothing that's hard for God, amen. amen. But it's hard for us to get into a place with God. And why do you say that, Pastor V? Because the subject that we're going to talk about on today is one that I've, I've seen in, 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 in Christianity, religiosity, church settings, is that I've seen people come to the altar time and time again. They prayed. They came and got their hands laid on them, but then they show up the next week at the altar again for the same thing. And what we're going to talk about today is 
God has been dealing with me on this. God is telling everybody, I heard you the first time. Mm-hmm. And see, when you keep coming back, what you're telling God is, God, I don't trust you. I don't believe that what I stood before you before is already done. And what we're going to talk about on today is, and we're going to give you, we're going to give you, we're going to give you, you know, we're going to give you a couple of stories, we're going to give you a couple of illustrations, a couple of things. Yeah. Jay, can you um, turn down mic two for me just a little bit? Appreciate you, my man. Just a little bit more high. <clears throat> thank you, thank you, thank you. At the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's that? Can you guys hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you. So let me out a little bit, but it's okay. Thanks, sir. All right. Um, so happy Father's Day to all you fathers out there. Even if the ch- even if you don't have children of your own, if God has blessed you to be able to impact anyone's life, to speak life into them, then happy Father's Day too. Mm-hmm. Father's Day is more than just having someone that carry your last name. Father's Day is about being able to take care of that which God has placed in your care responsibility. Then and only then, you'll class the father. See, there's a lot of baby daddies. Fathers raise their children. Fathers provide for them. Father being whatever you and the mom got going on, you raise your children. Amen. Because see, it's not about her or you. It's about the children. They didn't ask to be here. And this is not a Father's Day message. I'm not, I'm not going to minister on a Father's Day message. So some of you fathers, brace yourselves. I'm not coming at you. <laughs> this ain't one of them beat you up Sundays. Nah, no, I'm not doing that. But what I am encouraging you is get off the couch and get involved in your children's life. No matter how old they are, it's never too late to get involved. You can be 60, they can be 30, and you, listen, if they want to allow you, get involved. And I know sometimes that's a, that, that, that's, that goes both ways. Children, young adults, if your parent, your dad is still alive and he wants to be involved, hear him out. Measure the conversations that you have and then figure out if it's worth engaging in relationship with you, with that individual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't tell you what to do about that. All I can tell you is you don't want to waste too much time in that. Forgiving is always for some easier said than done. I had to. I had to forgive. Yeah, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I had to forgive. And I tell you, I've said this story especially with the men, and I shared it with some people in, in, uh, at, at some point, I had to love someone who didn't have the capability or capacity to love me back. Didn't know what it was. In conversations with him, he didn't know what it was. It was apparent that he didn't understand what love actually looked like. Which is one of the most devastating things because you think that people who who parent you should understand what love is. Not always the case because when you haven't been loved, you don't know what that looked like. 
You've just been raised. But you haven't been loved. And I know he got, well, raising them is love, but not necessarily. Mm -hmm. No. Not necessarily. I beg the difference. Raising is doing your, is being responsible. Mm -hmm. Loving takes a whole nother lane. Because you have to love people in, in, even when they're not lovable. Amen. Amen. So fathers, reach out to your children. Hallelujah. Let them know, despite what you feel about me, I understand. I bought it on myself, but I love you. And I don't want to let any more time get by. Let me get it right with you. Mm -hmm. and, and dads, it ain't always about presence. It's about your presence. Amen. Amen. Man, we, as, as kids, we break toys up. <laughs> yeah, I know. On Christmas Day, we were so excited about getting them toys. Half an hour later, that thing tore up. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. That's why it's good to know that some parents rashing out the toys because they know exactly who they're dealing with. <laughs> that racetrack ain't gonna make it to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then listen, I was one of them. I know, man. They think the man. Let me say this in full disclosure: and no shot, at, no shot at some of you millennial children. I'm not taking no shot at y'all. Well, y'all toys out there were for crap, man. <laughs> Our toys was kind of, it had some metal to it. And listen, you took, it took a lot to beat it up. Yeah. We had them Tonka trucks and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> now they got everything plastic. Even the little racetracks had a little bend to it, remember? Some parents use them things as weapons. Y'all ought to appreciate that. <laughs> Even kids with race track. <laughs> 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 but let me get a hold of it. children with race track. Y'all appreciate y'all still. They had a lot of give to them. I know that. That was out of love, though, guys. For some. For some, kept us alive. But just want to tell you, encourage you guys, man. Fathers, don't give up on your families. Don't give up on your families. Listen, this world needs fathers. This world is in bad shape because of the lack of fathers. Amen. Yeah, whenever you can see a 10-year-old pick up a gun and take another life, what a, what a terrible state this world is headed. This world is in, man. Yes, this world is in a terrible state, man. Yeah, yeah man, this world is. I tell you, um, I heard somebody this morning, and I um, on the um, gospel channel, uh, prophet, he was saying that um, it's over for America. Mm -hmm. In the sense that what we once stood for is over. Mm -hmm. The the nations in the worlds around the um, the country around the nations around us. Laugh at us. Mm -hmm. yeah. They laugh at us because of how far we've fallen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Not saying that other times wasn't worse in terms of you know what we've been through as a people, but how we are as a as a complete nation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
We are headed for self-destruction. Amen. And and I said to y'all, and I know a lot of y'all be looking at past me like crazy, but I'm not. I'm, I'm right. I'm in my right mind. Y'all better go to y'all word. Y'all better read y'all Bible. Amen. The only reason God has not been have unleashed in this world like he like he wants to is because there's still people who believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's still people who trust in His word yeah. and believe that God. There's time for something to get it right. Amen. And for all y'all who are playing. You man, time is running short. Mm-hmm. Don't let because of you've been you've been hearing it for years that man we're living in the last day. We are in the last of the last days like never before. Amen. I'm trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. And I'm I won't I wish that God, I'm like God, I wish that no man perished, that all would come to repentance. Mm-hmm. But we know that ain't gonna be the case. Why? Because people are gonna do what they want to. All the time. Who you tell me, Pastor V, how to live my life? Hey, don't get mad with me. Read the Bible. I didn't write it. I had nothing to do with the writings of the Bible. You got a problem, take it to God. Yeah. He said all scriptures was given by the inspiration of God. That's it right there. Not by the inspiration of Pastor V. I didn't inspire one writer of the Bible to write any word. So don't get mad with me because I quote the Bible. We choose to live by the word of God. We don't lose, we don't live by our feelings. And that's what's wrong with a lot of y'all. A lot of y'all live by y'all feelings, y'all emotions. Well, I feel like this ain't right. Okay. <laughs> how you feel? God never once asked us how you feel about the creation of the word. How many of y'all was at the table when he did? Did he consult any of y'all about the creation of word? No. I know I wasn't there. I didn't get that phone call. Huh? I didn't get that phone call. Uh, he thought of us in creation, but he didn't consult us. That's it right there. In creation. But most of y'all got this thing messed up, man. Y'all believe that God actually cares to the degree about what you think about what he says. That's good. Mm-hmm. Now, he's not a harsh guy, but what he is, he's firm. Yeah. He's firm. His word won't change for nobody. That's it right there. What are you saying? Amen. <laughs> I don't care how much, well, God loves me. He don't love you. He don't love you more than the fact of changing his word to fit your life. But most of y'all are trying to make God fit your life. And his word fit your circumstances or your situation or the things you want to accept about God. Not so. Yeah, this is a call to all of us. Man, listen. You don't want to be left on the outside. Amen. Let's get back to the lesson. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yeah, because we we time for enough of that. Enough of us playing with this thing. I hear it's just so, it's, I listen to it. I listen to the news. Not not daily, not often. I told somebody like on a job, they're like, bro, do you listen to the news? I said, no, I don't. And here's why. When the, the day when they when they when they when they when, when they told when they when they were on the TV and my brother was on there as a murder victim. 
I stopped listening to the news. Why? Because all he was was a victim. He wasn't a life anymore. He was a victim. And they talked nothing about the life of individuals. They victimized the individual. And so I stopped looking at the news because I'm like, okay, God, they got, there has to be something better. And so I stopped looking at it as often as I did. And when I do, when I hear, it's always the same. This morning I'm here, a 14-year-old was murdered in, in Southeast. 14! You know what I was doing at 14? What some of y'all were doing at 14? I was playing red light, green light. Yeah. Hide and go see. I was a football guy, so I played football. Throw a tackle. Every time you turn around, I'm playing football. My mother tell you, I played football. I loved it. But not no more. These kids won't play no, they won't go out and play no organized sports. The devil is calling our babies to the streets, man. Yes. Fathers, get your children. All these babies, and I know some of y'all may be incarcerated, but your baby's out in the street doing what you were doing. And then they play these gangster movies. Glorifying. Thugism. It's cool to be a hula. It's cool to be a life taker. It's cool about taking lives. When God has called us to, to help give life, speak life into dead situations. Oh man, our priorities are all jacked up, man. Daniel chapter 10. Help us, Lord. Help us be better, Lord. Help us be better people, God. In you, Jesus. God, you need a remnant of new people, Father, who unashamedly love you. Unashamedly going to minister your word. Yeah. Father, I thank and praise you, Father, for this is the day that you have made, God. I choose to rejoice and be glad in it, God. I give you praise, glory, and honor, Father, for all that will be said and done on today, God. All that has been revealed, God. Continue to minister, God, to me and through me, Jesus. Let your will be done, Father, like never before, God. Oh, God, let the power of the Almighty God, yeah, be made manifest on today, Jesus. God, my purpose and my plan to give you and you alone all glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, I thank you. Amen. 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 Daniel chapter 10. Y'all at Daniel chapter 10? Mm -hmm. Verse 12. Then he said, then Daniel, then, um, then he continued, do not be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before God, your words were heard. Amen. He's telling that your words were heard. When you set yourself, tell your neighbor, I have to set myself. Yeah, come on. Y'all say it like me. Say, I have to set myself. To gain understanding. And to humble myself before God. Amen. Your words were heard. And I have come 
to respond. The angels came. Let's, let's get another verse. Let's get another translation. Amplified says, Then he said to me, Do not be afraid, Daniel. For from the first day that you set your heart on understanding this and, and, hum, and on humbling yourself before your God, your words were heard. And I have come in response to your word. So when we set ourselves in prayer and we set ourselves and we believe and we pray and we ask God and we set ourselves to receive from God, the angels are released to respond according to your words. Amen. So you have to make sure that you know what's on the inside of you when you're praying. Amen. So let, let me debunk, let's, let's debunk something with the Bible real quick. John 9 and 31. Just for somebody out here. As we, as we go on, thank you, Holy Spirit. Let's go, let's, let's read this. John 9 and 31 says, we know that God doesn't listen to sinners. But he is ready to hear those who worship him and do his will. Amen? So, all those who are praying, and they wonder, why ain't nothing happening? Maybe it's because you haven't given your life completely to God. And your prayers are falling on deaf ears, amen? Because he's not required to respond to you. Why? Because you are not his child. Amen. Your, 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 your prayers are to the devil. And he responds. To you. Yeah, I know I hear y'all. How can they be blessed then? Do is it really being blessed? Because the Bible calls it ill-gotten gain. Just because I gain don't mean I'm blessed. <laughs> preach, Pastor, preach. Ooh, that's a word right there. <laughs> See, most people believe because they're receiving or they're experiencing some great level of wealth, they mean God is favoring me. Right. That's yeah. not what they, listen, mm. hey, listen, if, the devil, if, if you are in the world and the devil knows that you are a great soldier, why would he want you to come to God? Mm. He's going to do everything he can to blind you. So now he makes you think that okay, God is responding to you because you pray. Y'all like <laughs> he told us in John 9. For he said, We know that God does not listen to sinners. Mm -hmm. Listen, he don't listen to sinners. So they talking to he like that should debunk on them BT or what? Why are you talking to me and you? And the one thing I've asked you to do, you won't do it. That's repent. Come on here, teach. Woo! <laughs> if you repent, then my ears are open mm. to you. Yes. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that's good. Mm. But when you go now, what? Because when you go right back to doing everything that you were doing, how do you think you're able to get my attention and the devil's attention? Mm. Mm. <laughs> So he heard the believer the first time. <laughs> See, I read that scripture because we want I wanted to talk about making sure that you understand that in order to get God's attention, you got to be willing to do what God has called you to do. Amen. 
He don't respond to anything or anybody concerning anything. He does not respond to your needs. He responds to your faith. Yeah. Amen. Mm. Say that real yes. The Bible tells us this. <laughs> that your needs have nothing to do with God. He responds to our faith. Well, you hear, I hear, you know, I hear believe, I hear non people who don't, who don't, who say they, they serve God, but then they live their life, it speaks about it. And they say, I have faith. I trust God. They quote scriptures. You have faith in whom? And in what does your faith originate from? What's the source of your faith? Because if you really have the faith that God is just, and that you say you have faith in God, then why don't you trust God to serve him explicitly? Give him all of your life. Don't just give him the part of your life that fits within the framework of your life. Yeah, yeah. You can't be singing all kind of songs and then you show up on a gospel show and you, come on. But they do it all the time. And the sad part about it is we embrace them. Yeah. You gotta That's see. why they're comfortable in doing it. Yeah. Woo! That right there. Mm. They do it because they know money mm -hmm. and connection and association <laughs> attracts people. Mm -hmm. So I may, I'm, I'm willing, I'm accepting of your lifestyle. Mm. Woo! Mm. Hoping that God gets it together. Hoping in what? When all our life requires is a choice. We're hoping in what? But see, here's, we, 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 mess, we mess with this thing too much because we make, we make God, we make the word of God a noise thing. Yeah, because we accept, we accept foolishness from people. Instead of saying what it is, how are you able to do that? And then you come over here and do this. And then we make your seed, your, your gospel seed, the number one gospel seed. And then everything else about your life speaks about living a life of sin. And I hear y'all out there, but Pastor me, how are we going to win them to Christ? You can't win them by being like them. You can't win them by accepting the nonsense. That, when does God become the the, the, the barometer, the, the, the standard bearer. When does the life of holiness for people get it right? There's too many people watching you do wrong That's it. and saying you're right. Then they want to be right. They don't want to get right because they see that they or they think it's an advantage mm -hmm. to be wrong yeah. and have a form of godliness because that's all they have. I heard you the first time. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Isaiah 65 and 24. I know y'all like passing me all over the place. Y'all flow with me. Because I'm flowing with God. Amen. Amen. Y'all run with me. Isaiah 65 and 24. It says, I will also come, it will also come to pass that before you, Billy, you, James, you, Talitha, Cole, I will answer. 
So he knows when you're ready or when you're prepared to make that call. He said he will answer. And while you are still speaking, I will hear. That's only to the believer. Because he said he's, he, the, sinner already, the sinner already has one responsibility to get, to get in order in order for all this to kick in. <laughs> you have a, in order for God to kick it in your life, you have one responsibility. And that's to give your life to Christ. Yes. Yeah, don't ask me for a car. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Don't ask me to bring that man home, that woman home. What he wants you to do is surrender your life. Amen. And once you do that, all the other things in your life that you that you have you I will come. It will come to pass before you call. I will answer. He's just waiting to get involved in your situation when you allow him to get involved in your life. Amen. I know y'all. Well, Pastor, you so now what you're saying is you gotta give to get. You gotta give your life to get things from God. Yes. For sure you do. <laughs> yeah. Y'all know we was in the street for exchange, no robbery. <laughs> yeah, I just told like that for some of y'all up there. That's a fair exchange. He gave his life for you. And all he asks in return is that you give yours to mine. Give yours to me. Why? Because he wanted, he, he wants to ransom us back from sin. He came. He defeated death and <clears throat> for you, for me, for all who would accept him as Lord and Savior. Is out there. Is out there with your listen, your name is on that. You have to make it apply to you. But he hears you when you pray. Not a mist. You gotta come sincerely to God. Yeah. Said all those who come to God must first believe that He is. You gotta want, you gotta first believe that He is. What do you mean by you gotta believe He is who He says He is? You can't take my word for it. You gotta trust God. And this is big boy, big girl stuff. Mm -hmm. Or not really young. And when I say big boy, big girl, I'm not talking about adults because there's some teenagers, some children who did it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because when God speaks to you, you already, you're in your, there's something about the voice of God. Amen. That when He speaks, your antenna go up That's right. immediately. Okay, God, I hear you. Mm -hmm. Some people run. They take flight. <laughs> <laughs> they do. The late Apostle Robbie Green to tell him, he said, you say, run, rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> uh -oh. He said, because when, when, when God calls you, 
either run towards God or they, they sprint away from God. They run. That, so he said, run, rabbit. <laughs> Most rabbits get caught. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and that's what, that's what he was analogy. He was saying, Most rabbits get caught. There's some who leave, who stay out there and get devoured. Mm-hmm. But most rabbits get caught. Now, do you want to be the one who get devoured? Mm-hmm. Or get caught? Mm-hmm. So when you hear God speaking, you may mind your antenna goes up. And I then listen, the day I heard his, when I heard his voice, that, that wasn't the first time. But that was the, the defining time. I knew I wouldn't get another chance after that. That's it right there. Mm. And then, Lord Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And for some of y'all, I know y'all, for some of y'all, I don't know what that duration of time would have been, but I know he left me. If I didn't respond then, I don't know what would have happened between that time and whenever the other time. That's it. That's good. The day you hear his voice, he said, Heart and not your heart. So you have to respond immediately. So when we come to the, so you don't have to come to the altar if your antenna is up all the time. Now sometimes you want agreement in your prayer, and I get, I understand, and the altar is always available for agreement, for miracles, but you have to hear God. I can say God is telling you this. What are you hearing God tell you about that? Mark 11, 24. Amen. For this reason I tell you. That's Mark 11, 24. For this reason I tell you. When you pray and ask for something, believe that you have it or you receive it. And you will, and it will be given. So the Bible. So when you when you pray, believe that you receive. The moment you pray, believe that you receive it. Amen. Your faith should already be locked into the word that God. I know you. I trust you. Yeah, you're for my body, and my body is for you. Sickness has no right to my body. Yeah, I will live and not die. Yeah, Jim died from this, but I'm not dying from it. Mm-hmm. Susie, she struggled for years and died from it. Hey, that's not my story. I don't know what their testimony is, but I know my God has called me to live. Whatever it is, my bills, my knees are met. Every need of my life is met. That doesn't have to be a right now situation, but that is your situation. You have to call and speak your life and the things in your life, your world. You frame the world by your mouth. Just as God framed this world by saying, you have to frame your world by saying. And when you come to this altar and you believe believing, he, you have to know without a doubt, without a shadow of doubt. When you walk away from this altar, I heard you, God, it's done. Out there, if you believe in God for anything and you come to us in a, for prayer in agreement, the first thing and how you set yourself is, God, I thank you. 
I heard you, I received you. When you walk away from this altar, you should not be doubting. That's why people turn around and come back the next week. Because something in their life hasn't changed the next day. Listen, most of the things we got into our life didn't happen in one day. I didn't get in trouble by one by one choice. I got in trouble over a series of choices. <laughs> Being stupid. Yeah, I said it. I'm talking about me. I ain't tell I ain't call you stupid. I said some of the choices I made. Being stupid. Hanging with the same individuals who did dumb things thinking they was gonna get better over time. Who was the fool? Me or them? I I'd like to think I was. Change nobody who, who set on making wrong, who set on being devious. They just gonna figure out another way to be devious. And then I thank God because then they start saying, "Well, let's not hang with Virgin. <laughs> Virgin don't want to do it. Virgin ain't gonna do that." Yeah, I appreciate it. Now I do more than ever. <laughs> yeah, I know y'all love me because some people y'all wonder why they stop talking to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because God heard you the first time. When you would say, God, I need to do something different. Mm-hmm. Something in my life has to change. Mm-hmm. And that something is people, the people that you're fellowshipping with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of y'all, y'all hanging around with people who have, no, who have no willingness to serve God. And you wonder why your love for God is waxing cold. Mm-hmm. You're not in an environment that's speaking life to things of God. You don't give because, man, why do you give to that church? Why do you give to God? Man, there's no God. You know you're giving a man, right? They stop pumping all this into you. And then you start taking that stuff on in your spirit. And slowly but surely, you start moving things. You start moving away from the things of God. I always, I'm not always, that's a lie. I've wondered often why certain relationships are in, in my life over myself, over my Christian life, has has changed and shifted because I asked for it. And when God started doing it, I started thinking, okay, maybe there's something wrong with me. Maybe I'm a bad friend. And I, this is this the other day. God was like, you're not a bad friend. You're just a, per, a man on purpose. And everybody can't go where you go. And you can't go where everybody else goes. You have to know your limitations to where you are, and they have, and you had to get an understanding about where their limitations were you and how far they can come with you. Oh, that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Everybody's not meant to take the full ride. Yes. Right. Some people are mm-hmm. well, not some. A lot of people have stops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, yes, God. <laughs> uh, uh, and if you God. stay on too long, you got to repeat it all over again. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and Moses, and a lot of us, when we pray, and he's telling us, okay, sis, okay, daughter, okay, son, I heard you the first time. Did you hear me? Mm. I heard you. Did you hear me? Remember, I started out by saying relationships are reciprocal. We can't always be talking and not listening. At some point, somebody's going to get tired of talking. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Relationships fail because someone is listening and someone's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Someone's doing too much talking and the other one can't get a word in the edge wise. Did you hear me? What'd you say? You can't hear because you're so busy talking. Most of us, when we come, that's see, most of us are living defeated lives because we don't trust God to hear us. And you don't trust yourself to hear God. So my question to you is, do you have the Holy Ghost? And not just the ghost. Is your ghost holy? No, that's... Is the spirit of the living God living on the inside of you? Because we have to make that distinction. Because there's many spirits, but there's only one Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. And he's our, if he's our comforter, he's our teacher, he's our guide. Why are we listening to some to the spirit that will guide us into truth? Mm-hmm. See, that tells us about the world. They say they love God and they got the spirit. If, you're, if, he's, if he's the spirit of truth, why are you doing so much error? <laughs> oh, yeah, as believers. Watch who's leading. Teach. People. You better teach. Watch who we, who we classify as our spiritual heads now. Mm. Woo. Yes. Say that again. Say it again. We have to pay attention who into whom we call our spiritual heads. Mm. They're the voice of the black church. Who? Church. What church is black? And whose voice? <laughs> and, who, and what voice are you in? What spirit is your voice coming in? Mm-hmm. Sure. I always question these things. I don't listen. I don't subscribe to that. No, the last time I checked, there's there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism. I follow God. Amen. I serve man as unto God, in a sense where God is the head. But if He ain't ain't operating with the power of God, I'm out. Amen. <laughs> Call me whatever you want. You just left. Show sure up. You should eat. That's it right there. <laughs> when I'm the pastor, you still should eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's good right there. <laughs> sure. Cause if God can't speak to you, there's nothing I can say. That's right. What am I gonna say? Cause now you. Now you're God. There you go. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it all begins and ends with you. Mm. Whoa. Not, not with my life. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Amen. Amen. I heard you the first time. First John 5 and 14. Mm. I know y'all like this passage. Passage be all over the place today. No, no you're man. not. I know. <laughs> I mean, you got my sister Jenny there front. Come on, baby. I hear you. <laughs> Y'all that first John 5 and 14? Yeah. It says, this is the confidence we have in approaching God. <laughs> that if we ask anything according to his will, it has to be according to his will. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to know God's will when you don't know God. Mm-hmm. 
That's when I first started off. I said that a lot of people, they think they seek out the riches and, and, fame, and fame, but they don't understand that the riches and fame are not just for them. Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> that is, this, is the, this is the confidence. You've got to have confidence in God as a believer. Mm-hmm. As a believer, there's confidence we have. We should never be in, in, in dread or in terror or in fear about what the promises of God is. This is, this is the confidence we have. Y'all know when y'all got confidence about something, y'all walk a little different. <laughs> y'all know. Y'all know there's a little, little pimp in your step. When, when, you know, when, you know when you know the outfit you put together, you look in the mirror, the outfit you put together is nice, and you don't get a whole lot of confidence. And you walk a little different. Where are y'all? Where are y'all? Y'all, 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 some nice shoes he got on. I appreciate it. Normally, <laughs> normally your, your ears ain't your ears not fastened to hear. That's good. But when your confidence levels up, your ears are sensitive to all the compliments. Mm. <clears throat> Why? Because you know something about me. And you know, if you don't notice me, I notice me. <laughs> and you or you may notice me, you may not say nothing, but I notice you noticing me. <laughs> 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 That's the confidence that when people are walking around with confidence oh, yeah, about certain things, their whole position, yeah. their demeanor changes. Yeah, that's true. You walked out and see, you didn't need that from nobody else. You got that from God. When your confidence level in the things of God. So you know when we have a when we have approaching God that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. There's a confidence that knowing that God, that your relationship is so tight with God that whatever you open your mouth to say, he's ready to respond. Amen. Ooh, how awesome is that? You can't even get it out, he's already done. That's when we know we are lockstep with God. That he's He's tuned in to what's going on in our lives. Why? Because we're tuned into his word. We're tuned into his needs. So before you even get to the car dealership, he already told you, somebody will be waiting at that door waiting on you. Mm-hmm. They're going to bless you real good. Amen. And the confidence is, you get out the car waiting for him. Is it you? <laughs> oh, no, I should have looked for another. Okay, that's you. I'm going to look for another. It's you. And God told me somebody was coming today. I'm not somebody. What's happening? <laughs> and when God started, oh, and I'm talking, I talk about things. Why? Because y'all are moved by things. So sometimes we, um, we make the parables of things because things draw people. Y'all know. Y'all ain't serving God just because y'all love a lot of y'all because you love God. You want the rewards that come with serving God. That's the truth about it. A 
lot of us want to be in love with God. But we understand we are, we, we did, our love is torn because we're in love with things too. And so now we tie our relationship with God to things. Now he wants us to have, but he don't want him to have us. Amen. Matthew 6, that you tell us, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all the things that you have need of will be added to your life. He knows what you have need of, child of God. Yeah. Don't let nobody tell you God takes pleasure in us being poor. No, he don't. God, he said he takes pleasure in the prosperity of his people. I didn't say everybody going to be a millionaire. But the prosperity, which means that you have more than enough and enough to give to others, to bless others with. Amen. You are abundantly supplied. Yes. Amen. That's the blessing. Being abundantly supplied for. But he knows what you have need of. And y'all know, some of y'all got to tell them that the moment you open your heart, God responded. You didn't have a dime in your pocket and you like, God, I need something to change. And as soon as you said that, somebody came and bought you some money. Bought groceries for you. Paying something all for you. Man, what a mighty God we serve. Amen. 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 James, I'm going to end on this. James, chapter 4, verse 3. James, chapter 4, verse 3 says, You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly. Do not spend it on your own possessions. Yeah, when you ask and, and you don't receive and you do not receive because you ask wrongly. Set your heart and your mind on the things of God. Amen. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Understand that God hears the righteous the first time they pray. He don't respond to sinners. He's always waiting to, to have the angels to respond on our behalf. Amen? Amen. When we set ourselves to hear the word of God, to do the word of God, let the word of God be an example of our life. And that way he's comfortable that when he gives us, he supplies things in our life. He's comfortable knowing that we're going to point everyone back to Christ. We're going to make sure that everybody knows it was God. He did. He was he that provided. It was he that promoted. I worked hard, but he touched the manager, the supervisor, the, v, the vice president's heart to promote me. Yeah, I jumped the line. There was people more qualified than me. He caused me to jump the line. Amen. Come on, baby, you got something? Yeah, listen, y'all out there, come on, what, what better time to give God your life than today? Put God first. Yeah, and he, will, he always hears the heart of the believer. 
And he's always waiting to respond to our prayers. Amen. Amen. Yeah, he, he's always looking for an opportunity to get involved in our life. We just got to let him in. We got to let him in. So on today, come on. Let him in on today. Let him in your life on today. Amen. Amen. Yeah, receive him as your Lord and Savior. Repent. Turn away from sin. Get right with God. This is not a game we're talking about. We're not talking about no hustle. We're talking about a life of change. You do it, you do it God's way. Watch what God do in your life. Man, he'll do something great in your life. He'll change your life forever. Amen. Okay, if you would like to accept Christ on today, if you would like to know the God that will answer you, amen. amen. We uh, admonish you to come to know Christ on today. Jesus, his name is Jesus the Christ, amen. And we admonish you to do that. And how do you do that? You need to repent first and foremost. Just like Pastor V when he was ministering, you need to repent. That is the only way to the Father. There's no other way to the Father but through Jesus. Amen. So you need to repent of your sins. You need to accept him. Know that he died and he rose just for you. Amen. But you do need to repent and accept him. Next, you need to be baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit. If you need either one of those, you can reach out to the ministry in regards to baptism. The Lord can fill you with Holy Spirit right where you are. Amen. Don't think that you need someone to always lay hands on you, the Lord will touch you right where you are. Amen? Amen. Amen. If you know you need to come back to the Lord, you are in a backslidden state. He is married to the backslider. Amen? Amen. And you need to come back home. Amen? Amen. Don't, harden your, don't harden your heart. You've already done so by moving away from him. But when you hear his voice, you need to come back. Amen? So you need to come back home. There's, you, you've tried it on your own. You ended up in that pig pen. So it's best that you come back home. Amen. All right. And so we just thank God for that. If you know or if you know you need prayer, if there's any prayer requests in there, please, you can send them in and we will pray for you. If someone is here, we will pray for you. Amen. If you need deliverance or if you need healing in your body, we are standing in agreement with you here at this ministry. Amen. Amen. Don't hang up just yet. Listen, if you guys are coming, if you're in this area, the DMV area, come out to Monday night prayer. God allowed us to establish Monday night prayer. Noonday. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, noon, I'm talking Monday night. That's Monday movement. Noonday prayer on Monday. Every Monday. Every Monday at 12 noon. Come out. Um, 67, um, um, they'll put out address and stuff up to the ministry out there. Come out. The doors are open. We're doing it virtually too, right? Yes, you can join us in person or virtually. It's all on our um, on the ministry's pages, and you can find all of the information on the website as well. Yeah, well, come on out. Take advantage of, of that which God has um, um, placed and the purpose for that is that, that people ought to always pray and not, and not think. Listen, we've seen miracles happen mm -hmm. during noonday prayer. And we've... The power of God has been set, and, and, and God is is moving, and He's and He's going to do some things in noonday prayer. Come on out and watch God heal, deliver, and set free. Come with 
the expectation to see miracles happen. Like we were talking about today, come knowing that he hears you the first time. Release your faith in agreement with others for this nation, for our children, that we that we come and we are uh, we, we, we have victory over the enemy, that some people need to be out of the Delivered from bondage, man. God is going. God is moving, and He's going to move. So if you're in this area, come on. Y'all ain't doing nothing anyway. Some of y'all, some of y'all ain't doing nothing. Y'all in the mall? Come on out the mall. The mall can't save a soul. Come on and spend spend an hour or whatever that time is in prayer to our God, your God, which is Jesus Christ, and watch what God do. Happy Father's Day to each and every one of you fathers out there. Happy Father's Day to you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate you.